What's good, Crypto Ballers? Money1834 here, checking in on July 27th, a Tuesday. That's right, a Tuesday. And you're probably sitting there thinking to yourself, why the hell is there a podcast coming out on a Tuesday? That is not the normal schedule. Today is a very special episode of Crypto Ballers. It is going to be dedicated solely to Panini's new challenge that just dropped on the blockchain. It is their 2020-2021 Prism NBA Noir Speaker Spotlight Challenge, where the reward is for none other than a Cleveland Cavaliers LeBron James. Now, if you're familiar with the podcast, I'm going to break this challenge down just like we do on NBA Top Shot when a challenge drops. I'm going to give you price points. I'm going to tell you if I think it's worth it, who you're going to need. I'm going to try to tell you the best ways to go about collecting the requirements. Special episode. Cue the music. Let's get right into it. Just hit a button, Morty. Give me a beat. Oh, man. Okay. All right. Um... Ladies and gentlemen, you have just entered into the realm of the Crypto Ballers, where we cover usually everything Top Shot related, but today is a little different because we're going to be talking Panini blockchain. And I can't even lie to you guys. I feel a little I feel a little weird by doing this. I almost feel like I'm cheating on my first wife, which would be NBA Top Shot. If you guys aren't familiar with the podcast, I am a content creator over on NBA Top Shot. Uh, We've had a podcast. We've been doing a pod over there for like over six months at this point. We got in very early over there and I fell in love with the Panini blockchain project. I love prisms. I was very familiar with the physical products. I'm pretty sure in our introduction podcast for NBA Top Shot all those months ago, I mentioned how I'm coming from the world of physicals, and it was a little bit of a hurdle for me to get go from the physical side to the digital side. It was it was a hard hurdle for me. It really was. Now, for those of you listening from the Top Shot side and you're hearing this, you have no need to worry. We're still doing the Top Shot podcast. Top Shot is still my first love, okay? I might be in bed with another woman right now, but I promise I'm going to be coming back at night, all right? You can even leave the light on. This is more so a test. I want to see how the Panini crowd, I want to see how they show out for a podcast about solely their project and such an awesome challenge that's going on. And I decided to do a recap of this challenge because I ended up completing it myself. And this was my first Panini Prism uh, NFT challenge that I've completed. I had a lot of fun doing so. It was quite an experience, a little different than Top Shot was to complete. So I wanted to share it with you guys, break it all down and, you know, see if it see if it warrants doing some more of these bonus Panini pods. Now, if you're on the on the uh, NBA Top Shot side, you guys already know what it is, right? Our podcast, we have the hashtag scientifically proven where if you couldn't guess it, it is hashtag scientifically proven that if you follow the Twitter at CryptoBallersTS, no periods, no underscores, no bullshit. If you follow it, it can increase the chances of you getting some crazy pulls out of your pack. Now, this is true for NBA Top Shot. So I wasn't 100% sure how it would transfer the Crypto Baller luck over to Panini. Right now, at the time of recording, the Blue Circles pack drop is live, which costs $99 in the uh, in the pack page right now. And no, no lie, no bullshit, right hand to God, okay? I've gotten four DMs 
from community members who have gotten number ones today. One user got two number ones out of the same pack. It is wild. So it looks like the crypto baller's luck is transferring over on the Panini side, which is awesome. So, so far, I've gotten messages of a number one, a serial number one, Gordon Hayward, a serial number one. Hold on, let me go pull up the DM, actually, so I'm getting this right. So I've gotten screenshots of a number one Gordon Hayward, a number one DJ Augustine, a number one Isaiah Roby, and a number one Devin Booker. You know, I was on the fence about spending the $99 on the blue, uh, the blue circles prison pack. But after getting all these messages and the screenshots of the number ones, it kind of makes me want to go in on it. Now, if I didn't go so hard on yesterday's uh, noir pack, uh, that whole drop, then I definitely would go in on this $99 pack. But I spent $150 yesterday. I was able to mass buy 10 packs at $15 a piece. So in doing that, I figured I'm I was going to take the Blue Circles pack off, you know, so I'm not spending $250 in two days because the $150 I spent on the Noir packs, I ended up having to spend more than that because I had to complete the challenge once I got the contents of my packs. So quickly, I'm just going to run back the context of my packs. Now, getting a pack on Panini, it can be difficult. And I've noticed that the, the pricier packs, for example, the blue circles uh, that's available right now at $99, packs like that, they seem to have a bit of a longer shelf life. They seem to last a little longer. I know they had the $49 uh, silver prison pack, and those don't sell out instantaneously. It might take like 24 hours for those to sell out. They'll eventually sell out, but it's not it's not instantly. And the same thing is going on right now with the Blue Circles prison pack, where it's a $99 pack. Um, they dropped at 11 a.m. Eastern, so it's been about 45 minutes, and you can still go ahead and buy one now if you so choose. But... When it comes to the cheaper packs, like the flashbacks that were 15 bucks, the the NBA Noir Sneaker Spotlight Pack, which was 15 bucks, those sell out damn near instantaneously. So yesterday's pack drop for the Noir Sneaker Spotlight, they sold out in under two minutes. That's 120 seconds, people. It was crazy how fast they sold out. You had to be very fast, and you, you had to have the pack gods, you know, shine upon you and grant you favor because everybody was trying to mass buy them and they're not trying to buy one at a time like you guys know who's coming from the nba top shot side you're limited to one pack uh per purchase right now back in the day you could buy more than one but today you can only buy one panini's nft prisms you can buy up to 10 so you got to figure a lot of people who are coming from the Top Shot side where we're used to spending, you know, top dollar on these packs. If you could buy 10 of them at $15 a piece, you better believe we're all trying to buy 10, all right? Well, at least five. I feel like if you're just dipping your toes into the Panini world, you might try to buy like two or maybe three. I know the first pack drop that I got in on, I believe the pack price was, which one was it? I'm trying to think now. I believe it was the high voltage, which was $15. I believe that was a $15 pack, right? I ended up getting five of those and I felt I had like a smirk on my face. I'm like, let's fucking go. Cause I'm so used to only being, I'm so used to being limited to one pack purchase per transaction. So when I could get five of those bitches, I was like, all right, let's go. Like, this is, this is awesome. Like I get to open up, I get to rip five packs back to back like that. Like, that's great. 
And then the contents of it were good. There was a challenge for it. I sold off some of the moments that were required for challenge. A mistake I made was I didn't put those cards in the public gallery. I put them on auction. So I, I definitely uh, didn't get as much money as I was looking for or was planning on making for cards that were required for a challenge. But again, this is a brand new product, brand new system. We got to get used to it. You live and learn. So I will not be making that mistake again by putting challenge rewards on the auction block because that is not where you want to put them. Okay, you definitely want to put those in your public gallery and uh, turn offers on and just field offers, right? And if you can field offers during the duration of a challenge, we will talk about all that stuff in just a little bit. So let's talk about what exactly this challenge is now. The time of recording, there is about six days. There's just under six days to complete this challenge. The LeBron James card is filthy because it's a Cleveland Cavaliers LeBron in the dunk on the card. The dunk is his first ever NBA dunk. Okay. It's from his, his, uh, his rookie season is his first dunk ever. And it's just a really sick pose. The picture, super clean shoes. It reminds you of how how awesome it was back in the day, some of these shoes. So I'm going to go ahead and read you the details, a detailed description of what Panini uh, has typed up in the box, describing what this reward is. So I'm going to go ahead and read that. Then we're going to talk about the challenge cards and who is required and how much it would cost you via auction and lowest ask in public gallery and see how much this challenge is going to cost you. Okay. So the details of what Panini Prism put on this Cleveland Cavaliers LeBron James. It says here, the player deemed to be Hoops royalty from the time he arrived in the NBA as the number one overall selection in 2003. Holy shit, 2003. It feels like so long ago. Well, because it is long ago, right? Fittingly, opened his career against the Kings on October 29th. James, a blue blood fresh out of high school and on his way to conquering a new realm with Cleveland, Kicked, kicked it into high gear in Sacramento by lacing up a fresh pair of kicks, the Zoom Generation 1, and hitting the hardwood. He registered 25 points, 9 assists, 6 rebounds, and 4 steals in 43 minutes in his debut. Now, this, this is an awesome clip. It's truly iconic, right? Because... This is kind of like the dunk heard around the world. This one, this is when this is the game where we got to see who this quote unquote chosen one. We got a we got to see what he could be, and he came out. He showed out right twenty five nine six and four steals. Um, so you know that's great. Now nowadays it's funny because when I read that stat line, it just it just makes me like the first thing that pops into my head. I'm like, shouldn't like Luka Doncic be the next chosen one then, right? Because Luka was doing like the same fucking numbers even better like his rookie year but anyway that's a conversation for a whole different day a whole different podcast even so let's take a scroll and we're going to look at the cards that are required for this challenge all right so it's a 10 card challenge is going to require five base sets and five uh shoe noir cards now the shoe noirs are going to be serial numbered uh to 500 so they're very limited only 500 of each of these cards exist so you got to keep that in mind as we're reading these because there's going to be some cards that are more valuable than others so we're going to start off with the commons now the commons panini is so early on in their project that their commons themselves sure they're commons but the serial numbers are uh you could consider them rare because there's only 17.99 of each of these, which is not a lot. So the five commons you're going to need, and it's crazy, like how like the how different these names are. 
And we're we're gonna go from like least special to like crazy. So I think the award for the least desirable common has to be Langston Galloway. Okay, shouts to Langston. Uh, next we have a Montrezl Harrell. Right, nobody really cares about Montrezzi, Montrezzi. Uh, and then we're gonna go Spencer Dinwiddie. So we're getting a little better there with Dinwiddie. And then we have two that are just awesome moments. Just I see, I'm gonna say moments a bunch of times as I do this. I apologize to the Panini guys that don't understand what I'm referring to when I say moments. Again, coming from the world of Top Shot, my Top Shot people out there are smirking right now because I'm gonna refer to these as moments and not cards because it's just ingrained in my brain. So the last two cards are cards that you're going to want in your collection anyway. So it's not a bad idea to buy them. It is a Kevin Durant and a fucking Allen Iverson. That's one of the things that I really enjoy about collecting the Panini NFTs is you get names like fucking Allen Iverson. I'd love if Allen Iverson was on Top Shot. And here you got uh, an Iverson on the 76ers. And it's just like a blast from the past. It's really refreshing when you open up a pack. And you're like, fucking AI, bro? Like the answer? Like... Absolutely. So Allen Iverson and Kevin Durant are the two bigger money commons in the challenge that you're going to need. Again, there's two different ways you can go about collecting these cards. You can either go in the auction block and you can try to get one on the cheap over there. And, you know, auction, that's a coin flip. You just got to get lucky. Or if you're impatient and you don't want to wait and you don't want to really battle any other people, you can go into the public gallery section. You can type in the player's name. You can filter it by uh, buy it now price. You can filter it by cheapest as well. And then you can just go over there and you can see which Allen Iverson or KD has the cheapest buy it now. And you, if you guessed it, you could just buy it now and get it over with. So that's something that I really enjoy about Panini as well is there's multiple ways you can go about acquiring these cards. I know when I was acquiring these, I didn't have any of them. I didn't have any of the five uh, base sets. I had zero. And I got the Galloway in auction. Um, I got the Spencer Dinwiddie in auction. I bought the Iverson KD and the Montrez Harrell in the public gallery. So I'll get into all that in a second. Let's talk about the, the big players. Let's talk about the big boys, okay? These are the number to 500 Noir sneaker spotlight cards that are required. So number one, you know, we're going to also try to, oh, this is going to be a fucking hard one to put in a specific order. Um, this I, I backed myself into a corner with this one. If we're going least desirable to most desirable, I'm, I can only speak for myself. Don't get mad at the order of my list, okay? There may be some bias in here because one of these five players happens to be my favorite player of all time. So they're going to be number one. So coming in at number five, uh, just because he ended up losing in the finals, uh, I'm going to put Chris Paul there. So we got a Chris Paul. Now the shoe is absolutely filthy. Um, and the card is not from the, uh, you know, not from the Clippers, which you might've thought it would be not from the Suns. It's a throwback to the new Orleans Hornets. Like, and it has like the pinstripe Jersey. Lo love the Jersey, love the shoes. So Chris Paul comes in as the least desirable, a uh, uh, Noir sneaker card. And then we're going to move to Donovan Mitchell. So Donovan Mitchell is also making the list. Keep in mind, these cards are all numbered to 500. Okay. So we're going to go Chris Paul coming in five, Donovan Mitchell coming in four. 
I'm going to put Chris Webber, the big homie, makes the list. Again, a fun thing about Panini is you get players from different, you know, different time periods. So we've got Chris Webber up there. It's pleasantly surprised to see Chris Webber. And of course, he's rocking the Dada shoes, which, again, just a huge blast from the past. I really enjoyed uh, seeing that. So Chris Webber, I'll put in the third place spot for uh, least to most desirable. Number two, they have a Carmelo Anthony from the fucking Denver Nuggets back in the day. Absolutely love it. He was an absolute monster in the Denver Nuggets. It wasn't dreadlock Carmelo. It was buzz cut Carmelo, which I, I prefer the dread Carmelo to the buzz cut, but I still like the buzz cut. It's fine. And taking first place for my most desirable uh, challenge requirement is going to be Tracy McGrady, T-Mac. T-Mac is my favorite player of all time. I'm a Celtics fan, but I oh, I watched as many Orlando Magic and Houston Rockets games as I could because I've always just had a thing for T-Mac. I always loved his game. You know, 6'8", 210, uh, lengthy. He could score from anywhere. Great shooter. Get to the basket. He'll bang on you. He'll kill you in the post. I just love T-Mac, okay? So when I saw that T-Mac was a challenge requirement, I wasn't aware that T-Mac was even in the set. So when I saw that Tracy McGrady was a challenge requirement, I was like, oh, man, how sweet would it be if I could get one of these packs today? And if the sneaker noir I pulled was a T-Mac, I was like, that would be amazing because it adds even more incentive when for me personally, I had a ton of it already because anything T-Mac I'm going to try to get. And the fact that I have like an extra push, like a little extra push over the ledge to spend the money to buy it is because... It's also a challenge requirement. So I was pumped when I saw that Tracy McGrady was in the challenge requirements. So those are the five sneaky noirs you're going to need. Carmelo Anthony, Chris Paul, Donovan Mitchell, T-Mac, and Chris Weber. All right, so you collect those 10 cards, then you will be getting your LeBron James Cleveland Cavalier Noir Sneaker Spotlight, which is a phenomenal challenge reward. You guys know from the Top Shot world that anything LeBron James has value, okay? Panini is very early on in the NFT game, and the fact that you can get a, a challenge reward, LeBron James, with a mint count is going to be low. It's probably going to be like around the 300 range, I'd guess. The fact that you can get a LeBron that's going to be minted that low and that, you know, iconic, I can't say a clip because it's not a highlight, but an iconic photo, it's his first ever dunk. First ever dunk. Like, it's crazy. The fact that you can get it for the price point I'm about to tell you just makes you feel like it's it's really tempting to go in and invest in the challenge to get that reward. If you're going to do a challenge reward, I think this is going to be the one because the price is fair. And if Panini ends up taking off like what Top Shot did, then this card could be crazy valuable in the future. All right, so let's talk about price points. So I went ahead and I searched up every single one of these guys. I looked up uh, an auction, you know, what they're going for. Only the auctions that are, are close to completing, um, which there wasn't a lot of. So I feel like that's not the best indicator of how much the cards are going to be. I did, however, go into the public gallery and I searched up all 10 of these guys and searched to see what their lowest buy now price is, which I think is the is the safer way to give you guys the pricing and we can just look at auction as a as a means to possibly get it for even cheaper uh than the number that i'm going to tell you so we're going to stick to the price points of the public gallery buy it now prices because those you can go ahead and see for yourself right now they're not going to be changing uh like an auction how you know one second it could be going for 20 bucks and then in 
five minutes later, it could be going for like 80. So it's really hard to give you guys numbers from an auction. So I'll give you guys the public gallery buy in now prices. So we're going to start off with the commons. Now, if you're new to crypto ballers, if you're new to the podcast, don't be alarmed if you hear any squeaking or collar shaking. I have a husky puppy who is like the most annoying thing in the world whenever I come into the studio to record these podcasts. He feels the need to bring over his toys and just put them on my lap and just keep chewing them. And then he pushes me to the point he peer pressures me into grabbing the toy. As soon as I grab it, then it's on. It's a full-blown tug of war. A tug of war. We're fighting over it. And a lot of his toys has squeakers. So what I've done in the past is I've replaced all of his toys with squeakers in the studio to like the hard ropes or, um, you know, like the tires, like just hard stuff that isn't noisy stuff that the mic won't pick up. And then I'll just like kind of do a tug of war with him. And usually you can't tell, but the little son of a bitch went into the other room and grabbed the most annoying squeaky toy on the planet. And he brought it in here. So I'm currently trying to fight him off. And I have this new strategy, right? Where you hold it with your palm, but you don't grab the toy, you know, by the base, you grab it by the squeaker. So that way he can't chew on it unless he chews on your hand, which he, which he will do because he, he knows he enjoys the part that squeaks when he bites it. So when he notices that I'm holding that part, he will try to get that part out of my hand. So if you hear any jingling right now, then please pay no, pay no mind to it. Okay, so let's talk about the price point of the comments. So I searched up the Langston Galloway. Right now, the lowest buy it now price is coming in at $19, which is up quite a lot from yesterday. When the challenge was announced and the pack drop uh, ended, again, the pack drop ended in like two minutes, but you could get the Langston Galloway for single digits. You could get it for under $10 as a buy it now price, but you had to be quick. Okay, because, you know, there's going to be flippers out there. There's going to be people that have no interest in the challenge. They'll buy your Langston Galloways and Dinwiddies for eight, nine dollars, and then they'll repost them for 20 and try to hold hold the people hostage. So just like Top Shot, we're, we're familiar with the undercutters and the shysty people. Am I right? So the Langston Galloway did take a jump right now. The lowest ask is 19. Spencer Dinwiddie, again, he took a jump himself from $5 up to 15. Now, again, these are all buy it now prices, and these are the cheapest buy it now as I could find. So Langston Galloway is coming in at about 20. Spencer Dinwiddie is coming in at 15. Allen Iverson, I was pleasantly surprised to see that he was coming in at $20. I, I ended up buying the Iverson for 20 yesterday, right after the pack drop. And I thought I was getting a good deal on it. But, you know, 24 hours later, here we are. You can still get it for 20. So I was pretty excited about that part. The Kevin Durant is where it gets a bit sketchy. If you go into the public gallery and you search up Kevin Durant, you're going to get flooded with different special sets. Okay, you're going to get hit with flashbacks that are going for like 10 to $15. There's going to be, uh, I believe it's the high voltage. I'm pretty sure he had the high voltage card. Actually, let me go ahead and double check that. Okay, I just looked it up and I was correct. He has a high voltage. So the high voltage Kevin Durant, which is also numbered uh, to 500, is going for like 20, going for like 20, 15, 20 bucks. And then the, uh, the flashback, same thing, going for like 15, 20 bucks. Some of them you can even get for 10 as a buy it now. And then, of course, once you get to, you know, the base set common where instead of 500, there's uh, just about 1800 of them out there. It, it's the most expensive one. The Kevin Durant right now, the lowest buy now is $30, okay? So 
with the Kevin Durant, it might be worth taking a crack in the auction house and see if maybe you can get lucky and get a Kevin Durant for cheaper than that. Um, but right now, if you want to buy it and not have to worry about it, if you don't want to play the auction game over the next five days, you can own it today for 30. Now, keep an eye on the public gallery, too, because undercutting is real. It's a little harder to see because each card is kind of its own its own posting. So you can, you know, you go into it, you can just keep scrolling through and you can be like, all right, there's one for 30. Someone could come in and list theirs for 25. So undercutting is still real. You just got to know where to look for it. Because, you know, when you're trying to complete a challenge, you welcome the undercutters because they're helping you by put it, putting their shit lower than the other people. So make sure you, uh, oh, this dog is so fucking smart. So like I was saying, I was holding his toy and I was holding it by the squeaker so he couldn't squeak it. And I was telling you how he's smart and if he'll realize it and he'll switch and then he'll like even go at your hand to try to like get the squeaker out. What he did was he realized that I wasn't giving it up. So what's he do? He leaves the room, goes and gets another one because he happens to have like four of the same toy. He loves shredding these things. He goes into the other room, grabs a different one, and then brings that one in here holding it by the goddamn squeaker. <laughs> okay. Oh, man, you know, it's so difficult to record with this guy over here. I love him to death. He's my fur baby, but man, he's a pain in the ass. Okay, so where was I? Kevin Durant. It might be worth going to look in the auction. You, I feel like you probably can get it for less than 30, but if you just don't want to play the auction game, you can own it for 30 and keep your eyes out for undercutters as they are your friends in this scenario, and hopefully they undercut the 30s, and then who knows, maybe you can get it for like 20 in a day or two. So just something to keep in mind. And last but not least, Montrezl Harrell has a, a lowest buy it now of 20 himself in the public gallery. Again, I think that this is one where you could probably get cheaper in the auction house. So I wouldn't feel great spending 20 on Harrell. I don't feel good about 20 on Galloway. Dinwiddie at 15 is fine. Iverson at 20, I'm, I'm cool with that. Uh, that's a card that I'd want in my personal collection anyway. Uh, but those other guys I mentioned, I checked the auction first before going to the buy it now in the public gallery. Let's move over to the sneaker noir cards. Now, Chris Weber has a current lowest buy uh, buy it now price of fifty dollars. Okay, so fifty bucks for C Web, not bad. Uh, Carmelo Anthony has a lowest buy it now of forty one, which isn't bad at all. So that's good. Um, Chris Paul has a lowest buy it now price of fifty which I thought was going to be a little cheaper. I don't know if he's still getting like some NBA finals buzz or not. I thought that the card would be cheaper, but maybe it's going for 50 because it's a New Orleans Hornets Chris Paul, which I think we we all probably agree our favorite Chris Paul. So maybe that's why it's going for that. Again, you could you might be able to get all these cards for a little cheaper in auction if you do due diligence and search it up with using the right filters. So the Chris Paul lowest at lowest buy it now price in the gallery is 50. Donovan Mitchell's lowest buy it now price is only 40, which is which is that's good. That's that's a nice price. And then the Tracy McGrady is the high man who has the lowest buy it now price in the public gallery at $70. So he's he's the most expensive by a solid 20 bucks, which again, not surprised by, you know, it's Tracy McGrady. So if you add up the five base, uh, the five base cards in the five sneaky noir cards, this challenge is going to cost you roughly three hundred fifty five dollars to complete. Now, don't you think of three hundred fifty five bucks like that's a little 
pricey, but it's re- it's really not. Especially if you're coming from the world of Top Shot, 355 bucks for a LeBron challenge, like you're salivating at the mouth. You're just like you're all in on that. But Panini is such a new product. There's a lot of users on here that aren't coming from the world of Top Shot. They're yeah, they're coming from the physical sports card world, and they pro- they're probably hesitating on you know spending over 350 bucks on a digital LeBron James card. Now, and another thing to keep in mind, that $355 price point, that's if you didn't get a single pack. Because if you got a pack, then there's a chance that you ended up getting one of the, the sneaker noirs that you needed. And I see, and I don't think everyone sees it the way that I do, but when I open up a pack, right, and I get a challenge reward, I see it in my head as I have a X amount of a coupon off of the challenge. So, for for example, what I'm trying to say is the Chris Paul, right? He, Chris Paul's going for fifty. We'll say that the challenge to complete is three hundred fifty dollars to make the math to make the math super duper easy, so everyone follows. If you if you got one pack of the Noir sneaker uh, NFT and you got the Chris Paul in it, it's valued at fifty dollars. Then you can complete the challenge essentially fifty dollars off. You can complete it for three hundred bucks. So, when the pack drop was about to drop. And I saw what the uh, what the challenge requirements were and what the challenge reward was. I was very interested because anything King James is going to sell is going to have value. So I was very excited when I saw that it was LeBron and on and Cleveland Cavaliers young LeBron. So I was in. I was just hoping that I could get some packs to hammer out some of the challenge awards to get it the price point of the challenge as low as possible. Um, and then I was going to just, you know, gauge from there if it was, if I felt comfortable enough, you know, spending $300, spending, you know, 280 bucks to complete this challenge. And the Panini Prism NFT is such a early on project that, you know, it, it can make you second guess it sometimes. Now I ended up, uh, successfully placing an order for 10 of the, uh, sneak and noir packs. And out of the 10 packs, I got all five of the sneak and noir Requirements. So at that point, I was like, all right, I have to go all in on this because if we're using like the coupon state of mind, I had like $250 off on the LeBron James challenge. So seeing that, I was like, absolutely, I have to go in on it at this point. Plus, I'm a big fan of the Panini NFT project, and I believe it's going to have very, very strong longevity because it's such a big brand. It's such a big name in the space. They're throwing their hat into the NFTs just like a lot of other companies are, but not a lot of the other companies are Panini America. Uh, they already they have you know deals with NBA already, similar to what Top Shot has. Panini has deals with them, and they also have deals that spreads across to other like every other sport. So, the, a trusted name like Panini it has me ready to invest in their NFT project. So. This LeBron James challenge for me, I can only speak for myself. I can't speak for you. Sorry to make it all about me as my, as my wife likes to tell me all the time, <laughs> but I have no problem investing in Panini NFT prisms. And what's a better challenge to jump in on than a fucking Cleveland Cavaliers LeBron James? Now, if you didn't score any packs and you're a little you know, skeptical or you don't feel great about spending $355, then go into the auction, uh, go into the auction house, go into the auction, search up these players one by one, filter it by ending soonest, and you might be able to get it for cheaper. I mean, I don't know how much cheaper it's possible. Could you get this done for like 200, like 280 bucks? It's possible, 
right? You get lucky, you score some stuff on the cheap. Maybe you get like the Galloway for, you know, like eight instead of 20. Like you can shave some money off the top, but you have to be crazy diligent in the auction house, but it's possible and you got five days to do it. So it might be worth seeing what you can make happen in the auction house first, even if you score a savings on, you know, uh, a few of the cards and then you can get the rest in the public gallery, you can still save some money that way. So the 355, that's just a hard number of strictly buy it now, which again, in the auction, you can usually get it for a little cheaper than that. The good thing about the, uh, the public gallery is that even if there is a buy it now, you don't necessarily have to buy it now. If someone's asking, you know, uh, $30 for the Kevin Durant, you can send him an offer for like 24 bucks and then they have 24 hours where they can accept it or they can reject it. And who knows? Maybe they accept it because, you know, it's close to what they were asking anyway. So there's essentially there's like three different ways you can go about accumulating these challenge reward cards. So all things to keep in mind, my overall take on this specific challenge I love the Sneak and Noir packs, love the look of the cards, love how there's some throwback guys in here. The challenge reward to me is so worth it. It's a LeBron James, awesome looking card. I posted it up on Twitter at CryptoBallersTS. First ever career NBA dunk. Okay, this is a card where it's going to be a highlight of your collection. My estimation is it's probably going to be minted between three and 350 times. So there's a, there's a really good chance that you got a really good serial number on it. I, it's so hard for me to put a price on what a card like this would sell for once it hits accounts. So I'm not sure about that. I'm going to be paying crazy close attention to uh, to how much this card is going to be selling for. Cause can it get you the $355 back on day one? I'm, I'm really not sure. This is the first challenge award that I've completed. I know other challenge awards. It's so difficult because you have the auction house where, you know, you never know what you're going to get over there. And then you got the public gallery where people will put like a buy it now of something crazy and kind of tempt you just to make an offer. And you never know. People set their prices. So you never know what they'll actually like what their line actually is. So there's just so much to this, uh, to this Panini game. It makes it super interesting, but at the end of the day, this challenge award is going to look amazing in anyone's collection that completes it. The price point isn't all that crazy and you can probably shave some money off the top. If you go into the auction house and you battle it out over there. All right, so that is going to do it for this episode of Crypto Ballers Panini NFT Blockchain Edition. I am 100%. Now, this is me talking to you directly, okay? I need your feedback. I need to know if you guys enjoyed the Panini Crypto Baller Show, because if so, then I'll feel you know, more motivated and I'll get a little extra drive to do some of these challenge reward breakdowns in the future. It is not replacing the NBA Top Shot podcast. Absolutely not. NBA Top Shot, that's still going to be the weekly recording schedule of every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. We've never missed a show since we launched back in March. Not one. We've been three a week every single fucking week and we are not stopping now. So, uh, as NBA Top Shot transitions from their S2 to S3, um, you know, we still got the legendary pack drop coming this week. The uh, LaMelo Ball Metallica Limited Editions were dropped into some accounts last night. There's still, still stuff going on in NBA Top Shot, but the news has slowed down a bit as I expected to because, you know, we're not going to be getting any new clips 
of the current players in the NBA today. We'll get some run it backs where we'll have some OGs coming in. We'll get some clips from like the early 2000s, which will be great. But in terms of new clips, we're not going to get anymore because there's, there's no more basketball games right now. So there's, there's kind of like a nice little gap. There's a little extra time we have in the week now. Uh, and if you guys want some Panini NFT coverage in that spot, you have to let me know. So I am looking for your feedback. Follow the Twitter at CryptoBallersTS. Let me know when you see the posting for this podcast. Comment on the post itself. Tell me if you liked it, if you want more of it, or if you're not, or if you don't really care about the Panini product, you could do without it. I want to hear both sides of the token, okay? If enough people say that they're they're feeling the Panini podcast, uh, it helped generate some interest in the NFT project that they have going on over there. If this helped, if this helped or benefited you in any way, you need to let me know because then I'll I'll throw some in here, here and there, break down some of these challenges, give you guys the full breakdown, and then maybe you know we can pull these low cereals together. We can make some money off of this Panini blockchain challenges. So that's going to do it for this episode of Crypto Ballers. I'm your host, Money1834. I look forward to seeing you all in the auction block, and I wish you all the best of luck in your LeBron James Cleveland Cavaliers challenge. The Crypto Ballers luck is real. We pulled four number ones just today alone, so you're going to want to follow the Twitter. Let's get these low-digit LeBron James cereals.